This is the MagicWordPodcast.com. Hello, this is Scott Wells for the MagicWordPodcast.com. And this week we have another great episode for you of uh, someone from Costa Rica, actually. And uh, speaking of people from around the world, I know people listen from Argentina to Zaire, everywhere around the world. And I thank all of you listeners for tuning in. And a matter of fact, I just recently got an email from Hector Ruiz. And he said, I hope this email finds you well. I'm emailing you just to thank you for your amazing podcast full of knowledge, fun, and entertainment. I'm currently performing on board the Royal Caribbean Symphony of the Seas. Every week I fly from Spain, where I reside to Italy to join the ship for a couple nights and do my show. As soon as I check in, off I go to Cinque Terre, which is in Italy, to hike in the mountains while listening to your podcast and while enjoying the view. It's the most amazing combination, listening to incredible professionals in the field while enjoying nature. Thank you very much for the great content you create and for the world to enjoy. Have an amazing day, Hector. Well, thank you, Hector. That makes my heart sing. I appreciate hearing from listeners and not just that you do listen but how you listen and where you are when you're listening, whether you're on a hike, whether you're at the gym, whether you're on your commute each day, whatever you're doing and however you're listening, I'm always interested in hearing from you. And I'd like to give you a little shout out then also, if if you'd like to leave something over on SpeakPipe, that's the best way perhaps to leave a recorded message. And I can play that back over on the podcast as well. Or if you want to send an email, please do that as well. First of all, you can uh, leave the message on SpeakPipe by going to themagicwordpodcast.com. And there's a little icon there. Uh, that you can click. You don't have to download an app or anything and basically just leave like a 90-second message. Uh, or you can send an email to me. That's scott at themagicwordpodcast.com. I'd love to hear from you the way that you hear from me. Well, this week, as I said, we've got a guest actually from Costa Rica, and his name is Diego Vargas. And when I was recently at the Magic Collectors Expo in Cleveland, Ohio, I had noticed Diego hanging out with uh, some of the big boys, you know, uh, Lance Burton and Mike Caveney and some of the others, et cetera. And then later saw him perform uh, at, during the uh, the conference then as well. And Mike said, you need to talk to this guy. He'd make for a good episode. And uh, in particular, he is involved with Magicians Without Borders. And this is a very good organization, one which I hope that you might consider uh, if you've got some financial wherewithal that you can make a donation, they would certainly appreciate it. And the link is on the podcast website where you can find out more information about Magicians Without Borders. But the kinds of emotion that uh, that, w- that you will feel uh, that he is going to convey in this episode is just powerful. It's, it's palpable. It's something that I, I know will speak to your heart, as it did mine. I'm so glad. So I thank Mike very much for the recommendation of uh, talking with Diego about all of this. Wonderful gentleman, uh, wonderful magician, performs the Magic Castle quite regularly, uh, is very adept, that's uh, skilled at uh, sleight of hand, and also sleight of tongue. He is very good uh, speaker. Uh, even though that English is not his first language, it uh, is one that he thinks in all the time, thinks in English. We talk about that then, too. In fact, I'm going to step out of the way and let you hear what he has to say this week. Please welcome my guest, Mr. Diego Vargas here on The Magic Word. Today we have a guest from Costa Rica who is a magician and is in the United States and right now, uh, as we are speaking, we are actually in Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, he is uh, a collector, I believe as well, a magic collector, but uh, mainly a close-up performer and stand-up, I'd say kind of a comedy magician. I saw him perform for the first time today. I've not had the opportunity to talk with you, but Mike Caveney had said, you need to talk to this guy. I saw you having lunch with him a couple days ago, and uh, I know you said you're having breakfast with Lance Burton tomorrow morning. So anyhow, I thought this was amazing. But whenever he was performing today and I saw him, he was talking about uh, magicians without borders. And that's really something I want to explore because I think that is a fascinating thing and a very important thing because as magicians that we show our love for the art and also for humanity in general by the good things we do for other people. And I could tell with the passion that you were talking about today that you do have genuine good feelings for people in your heart. I mean, the way that you do this. So anyhow, here's my guest then today, Diego Vargas. Hello, Diego. Hey, hey, hola. (laughs) My pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here. 
And yes, I'm passionate uh, for magic. Uh, yes. Uh, collecting, yeah, hi magic history, but people mostly, yeah, 100%. And so you're from Costa Rica, mm -hmm. and so where in Costa Rica approximately? So I live in, uh, I live in, the, in the center of the city, okay. but I am from a rural area on the outsides of the capital, out the outsides of San Jose, mm -hmm. and I moved 10 years ago to, to San Jose. Okay. And do you get up to the United States here very often then? Or? Well, um, I've been performing at the castle, uh, I would say regularly for the past two years. In the close-up room, I guess, mainly? Uh, parlor. Parlor. Oh, parlor. Do you? Okay. Uh, I'm, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I do the parlor because I, I'm, uh, I'm more a, a comedy magician, yes. I, I think that's kind of what I felt when I saw you today. Yeah. I thought, you know, it would be great. <laughs> well, parlor, I'm so. glad that you felt that because yeah. that's, that, that's, uh, <laughs> I, I, that's how I... I uh, I, I feel comfortable being described, but I, I will. I, if I have to do the close-up, I'll do it 100%. Um, well, I was in the front row, and you were doing some great palming and some stuff you were doing with the cards. I mean, the way you're doing some of your card work, I thought, well, this guy's got to be doing something in a close-up room. I mean, I mean, I've worked the gallery. I love close-up gallery. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I love close-up magic in general. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm more funny in the, in the, in the yes. parlor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you kind of make fun a little bit of of your accent or of translation in other words that uh, you might say something kind of funny and then say oh i didn't know it translates like you know i've, I've seen some so, magicians do um, that that kind of well uh, th 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 that's something i uh th that i realized it, it was funny so i i think um things that are um relatable are funnier mm -hmm. and sometimes i do struggle with some words and so I, I can make them funny. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've seen that. Um, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I realized that until I, I came here to perform more often in the U.S., yes. Uh -huh. Now, when you perform, it's not just the castle or are there other places you're doing some corporate I, I, work? Yeah, I, I'm doing corporate work um, mm -hmm. here in U.S. I um, first show I did in U.S., I, I was hired by the Yale University. To do a, a show on social for magic, uh, magic as a tool for social justice, um, hmm. of talking about magicians without borders, and yes. I did a, a show. They have something called College Tea, so um, mm -hmm. they bring um, well, they call uh, personalities from outside, from all over the world to yes. talk about uh, about subjects. And I went to talk about my work with magicians without borders, and I also perform a show. Yeah, and when you are also. Uh well, in, in learning English, obviously your English is perfect uh, with just a little bit of an accent. But did you uh, learn that, I guess, in Costa Rica or did you come into the U.S.? And, uh, well, this is, a, this is a, fun, a fun fact. I'm a native English speaker. Okay. I, I don't remember learning English. I, I, I've learned English. Uh, I've, my mom taught me English okay. when I was a little baby. So, of course, I'm not as fluid as I'm in Spanish because I don't uh, talk it, I don't, I don't speak it that much. Mm -hmm. mm, but I do have a couple of um, advantages. One is I do think in English uh, and I do think in Spanish. So I'm not translating while, while, I'm, while, I, while I'm talking. Right. Uh, but do I, sometimes I, uh, a joke comes into my head and I am lacking words in English. That, that, that's, that does that happen. Does that happens? <laughs> I, I'm, he, I'm here <laughs> saying I'm a native English speaker. I'm here lacking a lot of basic words, <laughs> but yeah. So, um, but I do remember when I was 18 years old, I I worked in a call center, yeah, uh, taking phone calls from US. Um, and in that moment, I of life, I will be I'll be speaking English seven hours a day, and I remember I will be lacking words in Spanish. Hmm. So I was in Costa Rica. And, and I will forget some Spanish words because I well, will, that's funny. Because I will be seven hours a day speaking English. English, sure. Yeah. In the call center, yeah. So uh, when you would go back to Costa Rica from America where people are speaking English, that's what you're speaking primarily. You go down and you almost forget yeah, <laughs> Spanish. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of funny. Well, yeah. And, uh, but but uh, thanks to my mom, and I will be always thankful uh, with my mom, I mean for everything, but especially for this, mm -hmm. she's the one that gave me the English. Yes. And without that, I, will, I wouldn't be able to do comedy in English. I, I don't know if you, if you saw it today, but I do, I I, I do improvise comedy in English. Yes. Um, well, the way you were talking about different things that were happening around us. I mean, you were listening to the birds there and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. different things that you were saying. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to do magic that I, I have it um, kind of autopilot so I can be with the people and not thinking of the magic. Right, right. So that, that's, um, I, I think people like when the performer is present. Mm -hmm. um, so I really like to be very, very present. If you are, the, the more present you are, the, the funnier you can be, uh, I think, uh, or more natural. Uh, 
That's a very good point. I have uh, said that for such a long time that your magic should be secondary. In other words, whenever you're going to be practicing, you should uh, practice so you don't have to worry about the move that you're doing because that comes second nature. You're focused on the audience, not on the move. Oh, did yeah. I do that right? Or did I? Yeah, which, yeah. which, by the way, I was just uh, at the 4F convention, and uh, there was a, uh, a gentleman there who was uh, lecturing and talking about the importance of uh, practicing, but he said you can practice wrong. In other words, if you're practicing and not seeing what you're doing, yeah. or if you're doing it, you know, while you're watching TV or whatever, you may be practicing it wrong and you don't know it, so you actually perform it wrong. Yeah, I, so you should concentrate and focus on your practice. Yeah, th there's a phrase, I'll, I'll, try to I'll try to translate it, but there's a phrase that says something like, um, there's. Well, the, say it in Spanish first. <laughs> uh, it says something like, no hay peor cosa que ponerse un objetivo erróneo y luego cumplirlo. The translation would be, there's, there's not worse thing that um, putting yourself the wrong objective and then accomplish it. <laughs> oh, that makes it exactly what I'm just saying. Yeah, it's totally. Right, totally. right, right. Going back for just a minute, I had recently spoken with uh, Artem uh, Shukin from uh, Russia, mm -hmm. and he's still translating English to Russian, then Russian back to English when he was talking. It's super tiring. It would be very tiring because there were, I, I speak fast, and so whenever I was talking with him, there was a time in which he was saying, Okay, I didn't understand a thing you said. Can you say that again a little slower? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but you so don't have to worry I, about so that. I, I mean, um, I do need to put a little more effort to speak English than in Spanish, but I'm lucky enough that uh, at least to be able to think in English is already uh, mm -hmm. a, a good thing because I don't have to be... I mean, the, the thing with comedy is sometimes you have to be fast. Uh, and sometimes uh, if, if I have to translate something, yeah. if, if, if I have to come up with a joke in Spanish, mm -hmm. translate it to English, find the words, that it's already late. That's right. already, it's not, not going to be funny. But comedy is important to to improvise as you can uh, on the moment. It does make it uh, more personal as opposed to just something that you're just reading from a script in your mind yeah, or whatever. I, I, you know? I, I think people people go back home. As for, I, I just did a run in, in the biggest theater in Costa Rica three nights, and uh, it was Friday, Saturday night, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, w w one of the things I like the most is that when people say to me, hey, I want to see your show at the theater, I, and I ask, which day? They don't say Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. They say, I was the day that this happened. Because oh. because the comedy is different every night. I love that. Yeah. So w what you want is, and this is something uh, I was talking uh, with Mike Caveney about this, and, and Mike, Mike told me, yeah, well, what you want is people going back home, telling other people, you should be there the day I was there. Yeah. Because the day I was there, this happened. Yeah. And I 100% agree. And I really try to make that. So I did nine shows today. And I can say all of them were very different, very different, different jokes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, tricks could be the same, uh, but they can be perceived different if, if, if the comedy is uh, adapted. That reminds me of... Uh the joke, it seems like Max Maven had said this. Or I, I think actually it's just a, a joke about uh, entertainment, not necessarily magicians mm -hmm. in general, in which uh, there was uh, backstage that uh, after the end of the, the last show and the last evening, uh, there was a lady who had uh, come in and said, I, sh I, was, uh, I saw your show uh, yesterday and... Um, or I saw, yeah, I saw your show yesterday, and uh, I just thought it was fantastic, best thing I've ever seen. I want to have your baby. I mean, I just want to make love to you. I just think I want to spend the rest of my life with you. You're wow. the most amazing what person kind of I've show ever did seen. You did? And, and so, well, and so the the question was, which show did you see? You know, <laughs> yeah, so it's not so much, you know, hey, I'd like to, I'd like to, uh, you know, go out on a date or you know, whatever. But it's more like, you know, <laughs> yeah, because each of the shows are different. So, which show did you see? In other words, I want to repeat whatever I did, obviously, for so other people enjoy mm -hmm. it as much as you did. You know, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Totally agree with that. Yeah, and so uh, is comedy different in uh, Costa Rica or in other Spanish-speaking countries than it is in America? Do you have to yes. change it? Yeah, yeah, very in, much. In what way and how? Uh, it's very different, but I will say the um, the good thing is we get a lot of U.S. television, yeah. so I can do comedy in U.S. But sure. I will say so there'll uh, be pop references, I guess, yes. pop culture. Yeah, references. and 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 you, for example, I I uh, I've I've laughed a lot with Michael Scott and Barney Stinson and um, Joey Tribbiani and Chandler, mm -hmm. yeah, all these characters. Yeah, so I I I've, yeah. I've seen them. Uh, I've heard I have heard them. Uh, making jokes, so mm -hmm. I can. Uh, I'm probably the U.S. comedy has shaped me a lot because we do yeah. receive a lot of uh, U.S. comedy. But is, for example, um, Argentina. I think is different. Yeah. Um, England. I think I think is different. Yes. And one thing that does happen in Latin America is that the words change a lot. So when I have to perform in a different country than Costa Rica, I have to ask for the correct words because there's words yeah. that are. Um, 
there's this is real. There's words that are a fruit in a country and yeah. a really bad word in a, in, a, in the next country. That's interesting. Yeah. So when, whenever I I'm performing a different place in Latin America, what I do is I I'll write to my um, peers, magicians, to my fellow magicians in that country, I uh, and I say I say this is what I need. This is what I want to accomplish. Which word will you say? And then I, I go changing them. I remember years ago, Chevy Nova. Chevy had a car out called Nova, which sold very well in the United States, but in uh, Latin countries, it didn't sell. And it was the reason was Nova means no go. <laughs> oh yeah, it's true. That's true. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it's like I don't want to yeah, buy yeah. a car. It's not going to go. Yeah. No. No. Can you can you tell me those cars that doesn't go? Yeah, I want three. <laughs> so so they how, got my, how many cars do I need of those <laughs> so they can go? And I think fresca was another word. Fresca think, is in in Costa Rica. Well, in Spanish, is like uh, fresh. It's so fresh. It's yeah. Okay, it's it is good. good. Maybe it's another language. I because I thought could be there was something that meant lesbian or something. You know. <laughs> wow. Well, it's, it's not. A, that not, that it, is not it, fresh. It's completely different. Uh, maybe it wasn't fresh. Well, was but wait, 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 wait. Could be. Could be in one country of Latin America that I'm not aware. Like maybe it's something similar, like freshia or something. Could, no, could be the could, could be the, be exact, the exact word. word. I could see. Be the, because oh. as I told you, a fruit in Costa Rica is a terrible word in. Uh, in other countries, so fresca it's could be Spanish. a bad word. So, but the Spanish interpretation is different in those uh, different countries. It's, it's super different. That's Spanish, yeah. It's I mean, um, it's, the, the thing is, if you if you get a guy a guy from, uh, for example, I I have a, a a friends, let's say from Chile, from Argentina, and we get in Magic Life in Las Vegas. Yeah. So there, in there, we're talking. Um, it, let's say international Spanish. In, in, let's say let's put it in some way, mm -hmm. because I am not with a bunch of Costa Ricans, and the guy from Chile is not with a bunch of guys from Chile. The thing right. is, when you are in Chile, because they start talking to each other in the Chilean words, and then you go like, "Is this really Spanish? <laughs> what? <laughs> I su I supposed to be understanding this? I yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I, I don't know if this happens in uh, states in in different states of U.S. that they have different words. Well, no, I think that pretty much from coast to coast and border to border, uh, the words are the same. Um, but but Australia, for example, they have different English. Uh, that's true. That's Very true. different. But they have different senses of humor. I mean, I've mm -hmm. heard this across the United States yep. where that uh, in certain states, the same joke wouldn't be as appreciated. I know like in certain areas, let's say in the Bible Belt, uh, that uh, some jokes won't go over, whereas they might go over in places outside of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm, what I'm saying is that some places are more conservative, some places are more liberal. And yep. so you kind of have to know your audience, I oh, guess. Oh, 100%. And, and, yeah, 100%. I, I, that's the reason I try to do comedy first, not um, that is... Uh, um, you know, hitting someone is, yeah. is, is not about someone. It's more about moments. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Observations of the culture, maybe, or um, the times? I wouldn't say the culture. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't go there, but I, 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 observations of what's going on in the show. Because the thing is, um, when, when a show starts, the tricks could be the same, but this is the one show you're doing. Every, every show is unique. Yeah. So... Um, the more you acknowledge that, the more you, you make each show unique and you make people feel like it is unique, yeah. then um, those funny moments are just for those people. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, it's like inside jokes. Uh, you can create in... So, for example, I, I don't remember which show you were, but, for example, today in one of the shows, I did a joke on um, printing a guy's uh, Chris Angels in his, in his shirt that was not and on, the masked magician. Okay. So, uh, I, I just ran into the guy. Uh, he was coming out from the, from the bathroom, and he, yeah. said, he said to me, um, the masked magician shirt. And I'm like, hey, now we have an inside joke. <laughs> and that only happened in that show. Yes. So, um, w w when you get to do that, People, people said, this is my thing. This is my yeah. show. And, and they appreciate it. And yeah, take advantage of the moment, certainly. Yep. But I just think that things would change also uh, with, within the United States. And I'm sure it's the same way in Costa Rica and other uh, speaking countries where there are words that were acceptable before that are not now. For an example, oh, I've yeah, heard yeah, so yeah. many comedians that can't do certain things at college. They can't go on the college. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm a corporate magician. I'm a corporate magician. So my show is, and I put it in the in the in the in the food of my of my emails. Uh, there's no one word. There's no one line that will uh, create any kind of anything. No offense. Yeah. So um, I, I I think if if you can do that, well, but I will say something. U.S. is especially different. U.S. is you, you have to be way more precocious. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, in all of the other countries I've performed, there's more um, permissions. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I do have to say that in, in U.S., I do feel there's more, uh, it's, it's a little more tense. So I mm -hmm. take mm -hmm. way more precautions. Yeah. 
So you 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 will err to the side of uh, caution, I guess, and leave some things out in yeah, the U.S. that you would use yeah. in other countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because in other countries are not a thing. That's the thing. Yeah. In, in other countries, a lot uh, of things are not not, not offensive. No. Yeah. Like not at all. Well, but there are things here that you may have been doing for a long time and then the next day almost quite literally it's, I've heard. it's no longer acceptable it's like oh you shouldn't be talking like that or say that word it's like i yeah, didn't yeah. know that was so a bad yeah word my, my my recommendation is just try not to say uh, anything that is offensive but how do you know correct yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no and, and, and here's here's the other thing uh Anything can be offensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, anything. Well, that's if, true. if I if I if I do a joke about an apple, someone can say, "Hey, my grandpa used to grow apples," yeah. and this is super offensive for my family. Well, yeah. but that's uh, there. There's a, a moment where I I just think, well, uh, I that's a little on you, and I I cannot do anything for you in that mm-hmm. in that case. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. You know, it's, everybody's going to be offended. Sometimes, somewhere, if they go into it with that kind of an attitude, thinking, uh, well, you know, I've heard this guy is offensive and I want to hear it myself. So I I think, um, and this is something Juan Tamari says, uh, when I go on stage, I really want to be, I really want people to feel I want to be there. Mm-hmm. And I want to be there to make them happy, not to uh, offend them, to, sure. to, to, to say something that is going to be uh, bad. So the first thing I, I do when, when I go on stage is I try to become their friend, sure. um, which is something I actually like in life, you know? <laughs> I, I, I actually like in, li- in real life. So when people like you, mm-hmm. then you have... 70% of the show That's true. won. Then you have to do good magic. And, and right from the very start also, the best thing is try to get them on your side. If they like you, mm-hmm. they're going to like everything else you yeah. do. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, like if you happen to put somebody down or you say something offensive or you have a heckler and you put that person down in a bad way, the whole audience turns against yeah, you, yeah. you know. So you have to keep people on your side and be and be friendly. You have to you have to put the the, the people against the heckler, not That's against the point. you. That's <laughs> right, right. Until they say this guy should get out of here or something. <laughs> kind of. But uh, uh, yeah. do they have any hecklers more? Would you say in Costa Rica than they do here or? Um, so, so U.S. has a, a very good thing. I, I I will say I love U.S. audiences because there is a show culture here. Uh, U.S. has a, a show culture. Yeah. So w- when you tell to people in U.S., uh, a lot of people in U.S., because you, you can never uh, say, talk in general, but uh, I, I do feel that people, m- most of the people in U.S., when you say, hey, there's a show, people in U.S. go, oh, yay, there's a show. <laughs> yeah. And they're already happy. Yeah. In Latin America, people, you say, hey, there's a show. And people say, hmm, let's see. Let's <laughs> see if you're any good. Yeah. So that's Prove some. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, now no, prove it. So that's something I really like about U.S. Mm-hmm. because uh, as you as you guys grow uh, grow seeing shows, sure. Then you have a show culture. So I, I there's more hecklers in Latin America, hundred percent. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, when people pay for a ticket here, they're expecting to see something good. They're not paying to see something that proves their points. Like this guy is bad. He better be good. Mm-hmm. Correct. Know, just the uh, opposite English, way of looking yeah. at things. Um, huh, but, but, but also like in, in the corporate world in, in, in U.S., when you go to do a show, people didn't pay a ticket, well, but they true. but they still are are having a good time. They oh right. yeah, we're, we're going to see a show. Right. Um, in Latin America, well, uh, you know which country is also super super uh, great to perform? Colombia. Colombians hmm. are are the same. Okay. Uh, we're going to see Diego. We don't know who Diego is, but yay, Diego. Yeah, yeah. because uh, yeah, that's very Colombian. Huh. Uh, could be in other countries, but I, I Brazil. I've, uh, I've never performed in Brazil, okay. but could be, could yeah. be. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've seen it in Colombia, but but um, I think uh, the, the U.S. Uh, audience is very. Uh, I I will say is more ed- educated in, yeah. in in the in the show business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they, I will say, appreciate it more. But we're we're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah. So your preferred audience, you like to work more in the U.S. than elsewhere. Or you would think about moving here full time. Mm, I haven't think about. I haven't think about that. So. Um, I really like Costa Rica. I really like mm-hmm. Costa Rica. Got your home. Um, yeah. My grandma is there. <laughs> my grandma is hilarious. <laughs> it's hard <laughs> to beat right? my... Yeah, I see the, the girl is... Yeah, my grandma is super funny. It's hard to beat my grandma. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, so does she give you some material sometimes? You kind of tell jokes about, oh, my grandma told me this, which is kind of funny, you know, I think... In a- I, I've never think about it. The thing is, my grandma is mean. She does. She <laughs> does jokes that I cannot tell in, in the stage. That's the thing. But she's hilarious. Uh-huh. Um, I I don't think I have a, a favorite audience. I, yeah. I think any audience I can perform, that's going to be my favorite audience. Yeah. 
I, I say it from the heart. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at things. Every audience is your favorite audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the, the, the thing is, when I was a kid, I really wanted to become a magician. Uh-huh. If I was a kid um, and, and someone come to me and they say, hey, Diego, you're going to become a magician. Yeah. Uh, which audience do you want? I'll say, hey, give me anyone. I just want to be a magician. Sure. Yeah, put me <laughs> I out don't there. care. Yeah, yeah, put me out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. But you naturally gravitated more towards the parlor and stand-up as opposed mm-hmm. to stage, stage. And I was going to say, so the big illusions and things never really impressed you? I mean, I'm sure you well, admired I, I, them, I, but you didn't want to be an illusionist. Well, I, I did a levitation. I, I also okay. play guitar, so I did a levitation playing guitar, hmm. which was a Tina Leonard idea. Mm-hmm. It, it went um, beautiful, I think. And I do like illusions. The thing mm-hmm. is, uh, in Costa Rica, I do, um, in theater, in, in a theater, I do one show a year. Okay. So I do once uh, a year. So um, in, in the corporate shows, I, I normally don't have all the setup for illusions, but I, I really like them. And I am actually, uh, well, I actually w- worked with Bill Smith for the last year uh, illusion I did for the levitation. Um, I, th- I think I want to do a different one this year, but let, let's see. I, I love magic in general. The mm-hmm. one magic I don't like is the one that is not funny. But for me, I love seeing... Mentalism? Could be. <laughs> okay. But, well, but mentalism can be funny as well. Uh, Usually it's pretty Most serious, of the time is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that is true. Uh, but uh, w- when I say my favorite kind of magic is for me to perform, for me to see, I like to see any kind of magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me to perform, the one, oh, do you know what, what, which magic I, I, I don't like that much to perform? Um, I, I'm not... I don't see myself as, as a dove guy or animals, uh, but I love seeing dove acts. Mm-hmm. I love uh, mm-hmm. Alex Boy's act is amazing. Alex is great. Yeah, yeah Alex is great. Mm-hmm. I love uh, oh, Lance Burton. Mm-hmm. So I, I love seeing dove acts, but I will never see myself doing it. I was just talking with someone at uh, dinner this evening about whether animals acts in general, about particularly in the U.S., again, going back to the fact that it seems like there are more and more things that you can't do, and one mm-hmm. of them is working with animals. Of course, mm-hmm. they got rid of circuses a long time ago because of yeah. And then uh, I don't know anyone who's really working with lions and tigers. I mean, it used to be, of course, Siegfried and Roy, but that's a long time ago. Then they had after the uh, uh, that incident uh, with Roy. But also I know uh, uh, Rick Thomas and uh, Gary Carson and so many people have worked with them, but have no longer do that. So they're not really any magicians I know who are working with big cats. And for that matter, not a lot who are even working with doves because I think of animal rights activists who are saying we don't think you should be working with any kind of animals well, you but, know so but, but this is long this has been happening for a long time ago there's a um a letter who was the was it carter i don't remember well this is in one, in one of my uh, mike's uh, books um and there's a letter from the house um the house uh, what was the name of this is it's like kind of like the parliament from england Mm. And and they uh, sent a letter yeah. to this is a fun story. They, they sent a letter to this magician. Oh, I'm forgetting the name of the magician. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, Mike. In the U.S. or the U.K. U.K. Okay. Uh, I I think it would be a U.S. magician that was in the U.K. Could be. Hmm. Uh, but they they say please don't do the Dove Act. This I'm we're talking um, beginning of the century, and hmm. he says I can prove nothing happens. And then he goes uh, and he does the trick where he kills the bird. But he ch- he does a bird change, yeah, <laughs> and he make them think is everything okay, and, and so they let let him do the trick. Uh, so so this has been happening for a long I've time. I've heard ago. that story. Yeah, so I I do believe uh, animals should be treated right, and uh, and, and it, it's okay to question some things. But if if the animal is okay, then it's okay. Right, right. Well, speaking of rights. Uh, I want to also kind of talk about the Magicians Without Borders mm-hmm. and moving into that because there are uh, certain rights that people have who are in prison, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them, I guess, is to be entertained. And you go in and uh, provide that as well. And you were telling some great stories today because after you were finished, it's kind of like, hey, we got a little bit more time before we actually go through the rest of this tour and everything. And uh, it really had some uh, interesting things that you were talking about uh, there, which is what prompted me really to want to, to chat with you a lot more about this. Now, Magicians Without Borders has been around for a while, and you must have gotten involved with this through someone else who had told you about this, I guess? So um, the, the story goes long ago. Uh, I was um, I became a magician. I, I started performing in 2008, but all my life I've been very social work orientated mm-hmm. since before I, I became a magician. And when I realized magic can make people 
So there's something Tommy Wonder says. Tommy Wonder says there is uh, this when when magic happens. That that little second when something disappears or where um, um, mm-hmm. you get such a hit in in your logical part of the brain mm-hmm. that you you forget everything's happening. Mm-hmm. You and and that also includes um, well a lot of your maybe your troubles. The the thing is um, there are people that have. Uh, way more troubles, and mm-hmm. I, I will tell you this. Um, I so I work a lot in jails. I, lear- I work in refugee camps. I work in orphanages. I work in hospitals around the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, but jails is something that I, I I do a lot. And a couple of years ago, uh, this psychologist of one of the jails, uh, he told me, the first time I got to see you perform in the jail was the first time in my life that I saw these these guys like they were not in jail. They felt like they were out in, yeah. in the real world. Yeah, hmm. uh, which was something I I was not expecting to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I I think magic has a magic has a, a lot of incredible things. I I teach uh, magic to very poor kids in the slums of Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Mm, also, Carlos Lopez does it in Colombia. Mario Sierra does it in El Salvador, and some other um, friends does it in uh, Brazil, India. Uh, and of course, Tom Berner, who is the founder, and Carlos Lopez is now the director of the NGO. Um, but there's a lot of things. These kids are being told uh, they cannot go to college. These kids mm. are being told they cannot even finish high school. They're going to stay in poverty forever. Yeah, um, they, because the thing is, um, they, they are they are from very poor f- uh, families, so they are going to most likely need to go to work in their high school years. Mm-hmm. So they're going to drop out of high school. Yeah. Uh, and I think when they, so they've been told a lot of impossibilities through, through their childhood. Yes. When someone, you can't, you can't, you can't. Yes. And mm-hmm. then someone comes out and says, hey, I'm going to make this thing disappear. And they say, no, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. And you do it. And you start breaking down their barriers, mm-hmm. uh, mental barriers. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I think it's very powerful for them to see that impossible things are actually possible. Um, especially for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I do say in my shows, magic is the universal language, and I do believe that, but at some point, there is uh, a little gap between um, kids in the slums because they grow up in the jungle law, we call in Spanish. Uh, the, 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 the What's sh- it called in Spanish? Uh, la ley de la jungla. The, the law, the law, law of the of jungle. jungle right. Is that the same? Is it the same? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. So uh, sometimes these kids, uh, they think you want to to make them look like a fool, mm-hmm. which which I'm not. So a lot of times when I, this is the one thing I think um, is will be a little different in social context, uh, magic related, because I, I, I do the same tricks I perform in the magic castle. I, I do them in a jail. I do them in a, Refugee camp, I do the same tricks. Hmm. But with kids in the slum, sometimes you, you, have, to, you have to earn them because they, 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 they don't want to look like fools. And, and you have to come... They're like, no, you're cheating. No, Some of them, I imagine, are gang kids also, and they don't want to be shown up. Yeah, 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 I, uh, 100%. So um, you have to win them. So, mm-hmm. so you have to win them. And do you, you teach them tricks then? No. No, no because uh, they want to learn them. And... and, and Here's the thing: you gotta be the tough guy, yeah, okay. because that's that, that's their law, sure. and you're in their place. Yeah, these are their rules. Uh, you are in, you are in their territory. Yes. So, uh, I, so sometimes you have to actually have to go and say no, you're wrong, <laughs> and then uh, but 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 I, I I will. So this happened with one of my students um, of uh, of magic in Magician Road Borders. Um, I'm now teaching a very dangerous and, and, and poor area of Costa Rica. Every Monday, I do magic classes for them. The first class, I show up and <laughs> I am I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna do some lapping. So I need that chair of the table, and I sit there. I stand I stand out. I go and I write something on the board. And one and one kid shows up and in the class and he sits there. So I go and I say, Hey, um, hey, buddy, I need this chair. And he goes. No, this is my chair. <laughs> so I go, uh, you know, um, I kind of need a chair because I'm going to do some things here. And he goes, well, you can look for a different chair. This is my chair. And in that moment, I realized I, I have to be tough. Pick your battles. Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and say, um, no, I'm sorry. You have to move. Yeah. I'm the teacher. You're not. Yeah. If you don't want to be here, you can leave the class. 
but this is my chair. Yeah. And so he goes mad. He sits in the different chair, and then I start doing magic. Yeah. And then this kid's face starts changing. Hmm. Yeah. End of the class, the kid is hugging me. Yeah. yeah. And, and he's now happy, and he's a wow. great student. Yeah, yeah. You could just so, see the transition. Absolutely. But you had to be hard, as I said, yep. to begin with. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And I also have to pretend I am not seeing the transition. Uh-huh. I, I also have to pretend. So I'm doing the magic. I'm seeing this, this kid's face changing. Yes. But I have to pretend I'm not. So I keep doing magic and magic. I'm throwing hard. Uh, yeah. And, and then he, beca- he became a friend. He became a friend. And yeah. So what about the props and things? In other words, I assume that you're teaching cards and coins. Well, balls um, and things, or we, we actually have a lot of help with uh, of, of friends. And if someone here want to help as well and want to ship something to Costa Rica for the kids, you can totally do it. You can also ship. Uh, if you ship it to Costa Rica, I, I will... I will also send some things to Colombia and El Salvador and other places. What's um, your email? How do they get in contact with you? Well, um, you know, the, the, I think the, one of the easiest ways will be to go to magicianswithoutborders.org. Okay. Um, uh, that mail is probably going to be seen by Carlos, but I think that's the, that's the best uh, thing okay. <laughs> because Carlos is yes. uh, the, 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 you make sure it gets the, the right guy place. for this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so you have people who are donating these kinds of things. Yes, as and well. I also donate uh, some things as well. I mean, okay. I because I, I was thinking these kids can't afford things obviously no, no, at no. all. So you yeah. got to give them something. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and they and they probably really value what you're giving them. I mean, 100%. not just the lesson, but also wow, no one's ever yeah, given yeah, me yeah. something. Hundred you percent, know? and, huh. and and especially w- w- when I tell them. Hey, this came from a place called Morphe's Magic, and they say, "Well, what's that?" Or this called this come from a place called Vanishing Ink. Yeah, they well, really. And, uh-huh. um, well, they don't have access, obviously, to the internet, probably because they don't have a computer or anything. Well, like that, um, except maybe yeah, in school. In, but yeah, internet is weird. Internet is weird, and normally they have one cell phone in the house, so one just one phone for the entire house. Mm-hmm. So they have to share it with their uh, brothers, sisters, father. Which means their internet time is is on yeah, that very cell limited. Phone, yeah, very very limited. Huh. Um, um, as the years pass by, it's get more more normal. Okay. But yes, it's, it's still uh, it's still a weird thing. So during the pandemic, it was crazy because we, we couldn't do classes. Because I, I said, hey, can you download Zoom? Yeah, we don't have space for that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the cell phone is busy yeah, that hour. My sister's got that or something. Yeah. yeah. I, I, huh. we, we do live in a moment where, where we feel um, internet is very wow. out there and it's not. It's not out there. We live in a much. different world here in the U.S. and a lot of other But wait, well, I, I will tell you something. I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure there's places in the U.S. that are the same because in Costa Rica, people doesn't know this happened uh, 20 minutes away from their house. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, in, in Costa Rica, everyone has internet-ish. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. think that. Yeah. Uh, a lot of my friends doesn't even know this, I'm, this thing I'm saying. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends will, will, will tell me, yeah, yeah, just do it on Zoom. Just do it. And they, they don't realize 30 minutes away from their home, there's kids that doesn't have this. Right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, there's kids that doesn't have electricity in, in home. Right. Yeah. Or water. Yes. Which is right. something very basic. Yeah. Or, or, or running yeah, running water or plumbing. So they yeah. have to go outside as yeah. far as the bathroom or yeah, whatever. Or a river. Or, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, or, or, or there's houses that um, they share. Uh, they have... They connect electricity to one of the of the town's um, um, city. city. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of the there's like twenty houses running electricity with that. So <laughs> these long wires going to their houses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, so uh, we we use uh, a lot of things that they can use in home, like cards, mm-hmm. uh, paper, rubber bands. Um, but I, I think mostly cards uh, and right. For stage, we we teach them how to do the coloring book, turn with sort of paper. Do they have like an end of the class or end of the session or season, I guess, so whatever type of uh, uh, curriculum you have that they do a show together? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and actually, uh, this new group I, I'm, I'm teaching now, they just had their, their first show. Mm-hmm. And I thought that... Is it, it for was, the public or is it for each other? Uh, for a public. Their family? Okay. Um, it, wasn't, it was not for the family. It, it, some people of the NGO came to see the show. Mm-hmm. And this was, this was very nice, actually, because one of the kids didn't want to do the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was stressed. Hmm. As he was about to perform in Las Vegas. <laughs> but we were in a tiny little class yeah. in the slum of Costa Rica. Uh, and there were like four or five people in the audience. Yeah. But this kid was super stressed. And he's like, no, teacher, I'm not doing it. I, no, no, I'm not doing it. And I, I went, hey, you have to do it. So Everyone he, else is, all your friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've been studying. You're- he went to do it. And after that, he was 
um, so excited just as he have performed in Las Vegas. <laughs> that is great. He was, wow, this is the great greatest story. day of my life. Yeah. I'm so happy I did it. He was uh, in hype. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you had really great. kind of pushed him into doing that too. Yeah, well, I... I it has my, to make you feel good. Um, yeah, very much. Yeah, very much. I, I, I do believe that, it, that that's uh, one of the true powers of magic. Because there's one, one cool thing on, on magic in, in these fields and is uh, if you go to one of these uh, poor areas mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you, and you teach them one trick, then these few kids, they know something nobody else knows. Right. And they feel special. Sure, and they, they are. Mm -hmm. they, they think, wow, I know something that the president of Costa Rica doesn't know. Hey, actually something that the president of the U.S. doesn't know. <laughs> That's true. Right? That's right. Yeah, so they feel very special. It, 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 it empowers them heavily. That's amazing. Now, what about in uh, prisons? Because that's a different uh, mindset. You had said something earlier today uh, before, uh, after your show when we were having that uh, discussion about hope. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah, I, I do remember we were talking about it in the show. So, yeah, what I said is that uh, I don't know how we get there, but um, so prisons are one of my favorite places to perform. And the reason uh, that is is because it's the only place I've been yet um, that I haven't feel any hope. So if I go to a hospital, I've been in hospitals in India, Colombia, Costa Rica, El Salvador, mm -hmm. and there's always hope. There's always hope. That they're going to get better. Yeah. And get out of the hospital. Yes. Right. So there is a lot of emotions. There's mm -hmm. kids crying. There's, I have many stories in hospitals. I just performing uh, in the one cancer hospital in India. Uh, it was crazy. You have to walk on... You know, trying to not to step on people. Wow, no kidding on the floor, just everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. It's the one. There's one hospital. Oh, one in, hospital. Yeah, for one billion people, one one point four billion people. Yeah. So these people have been on a train for twenty eight hours. I just, think I've just recently heard that uh, India is about to surpass China. Already did. Already did. Oh my gosh. Yeah, already did. So um, uh, these people are coming on trains uh, twenty six hours, thirty two hours to the hospital, the hospital. Yeah, to the hospital to see if they can get uh, medical attention. Uh, so yeah, I, I was <laughs> walking, you know, trying not to step on people. Gee. Um, so yes, you of course you get to see hard things, but there's always a little hope. Um, but jails are different. Jails is like someone went there and turned off the hope bottom, uh, the happiness bottom. Uh, I, what what I always say is when I go to perform in let's say a, a, a company or a hospital or a, I don't know, uh, there's always certain level of happiness, yes. and and you can take that and go it and, and bring it uh, and, and raise it. Yeah. But in a jail, there's none. It's like zero. Wow. So when you start performing, you 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 really feel the energy. You really feel how things. It starts changing. It's it's mm -hmm. very weird because uh, it starts from ground zero to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and and you kind of feel that swell. Yeah, and you get super super high the energy, and you get hmm. see these guys super tough guys crying and laughing hard, and they. Um, th this is something I've only been told in a jail. Uh, this is about to say, and several times actually. So. Um, I'm a comedy magician, so sometimes after the show, uh, someone will come and say, hey, I, I, I haven't been laughing like this in years. And in jails, people tell me, um, I, I haven't been... Uh, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to, to translate this. It's, it's basically something like, I, 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 I couldn't even remember laughing. <laughs> Something like that, mm -hmm. which is weird because laughing is one of the first things we do as as babies. Correct. Even blind babies knows how to laugh. Yeah, uh, but they say I can't even remember the last yeah, time I laughed. Of, yeah, kind uh -huh. of. Uh, so th that's something that I think is is um, special in in these places. Um, there is this story that Tom Berner, the founder of Magic Magicians Without Borders, uh, told me once, and he said um, he has this beautiful practice. He he carries some pictures of places he performed. Mm -hmm. So he told me. Choose a picture. And I said, this one. I said, I'll tell you a story of this picture. And he told me he was performing in, I think, Iran could be, in a refugee camp. Refugee camps are very hard because there's people that leave, are born and they die there. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a different world. Uh, absolutely. Refugee camps are a different thing. Uh, and Mike told me, uh, and Tom Werner told me this story. Tom said uh, he went to perform in a refugee camp, I think in Iran. Uh, and he did a show for 500 uh, boys and then 500, 500 girls. Mm -hmm. And after the show, a guy uh, came to, with a, a cup of tea. And he said, hey, thank you. Because uh, in 
I don't know, 45 years I've been living here, uh, I feel like we we're treated not like humans. We get wow. fed because we need to eat. Yeah. We get uh, medical attention if we need it. But there's you're the first person that come here to feed our soul. To feed our soul, wow. Mm-hmm. And treat us like a human being. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think um, we live in a part of the world where we don't um, realize how important the entertainment is. Right. We, we don't realize because we have it right there. But when you take that away to, from someone, you realize how powerful it is. And right now, there's this wave on magic. There's this, uh, there's this um, way of thinking in magic that I've seen a lot now of, of people uh, that they want to change people's lives with magic. And they say, oh, I'm done to magic. I want to, uh, you know, like very, very, like if giving happiness was not enough. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, if you think that, you don't understand happiness. Happiness is more than enough. If you give someone a second of happiness, that's a lot because you don't know this person's life. That's right. And, and, and this is something I, I tell myself every single time I'm performing. I actually said it before your show and every single... I, I say uh, to myself, uh, I don't know these people. I don't know how this, his, uh, their, their week has been. I don't sure. know how their year has been. But I have these um, minutes, these hours... This moment in time. Mm-hmm. ...to give them happiness. I'll do sure. my best. I'll do my best because I don't know... I don't know the, the background. And we are, we're all carrying something. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, jails have that. Um, I've, I'm going to be performing in Ukraine in September, in some hospitals in Ukraine. That's going to be so different over it's there. It's going to be so different. Yeah. And it's a war-torn country. You've probably not been in a war-torn country before. I, I was in, 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 in a war... In, uh, uh, I was in the south of Ethiopia, and there, there was uh, mm-hmm. conflict. conflict. There was conflict, but mm-hmm. there, was, there was not war. Okay. So I, 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 I was a little scared because uh, uh, someone said uh, I had to take this eight-hour bus. And apparently the, the militia, what they did, which is crazy, uh, the militia took the buses of their own people. They burned the bus. They killed the people what? just to make the army come and they could fight. So oh, they, my gosh. Yeah, so they even killed their own people. To instigate a war. Yes. To instigate the fight with the, the, fight. With the army, and I, and I was in one of those buses, so I, I, oh I, I, I was eight hours not sleeping, thinking, I hope this is not the bus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. So I, so I, I, I got that experience, um, uh, but yeah, hundred percent not a war like like the Ukraine war. I'm gonna be way far away from the conflict. I, I don't. This, this is the other thing, and I think this is important. Um, you don't want to do this because you want to have, uh, because you want to be the protagonist. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do that. Okay. I mean, I, 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 don't, I, I couldn't care less being protagonist of anything. And I actually told the, the people in Ukraine, um, Carlos, who was there, Carlos from a Jesuit border just was there in, in Ukraine. Yeah. And I told Carlos, Carl, I asked Carlos, like you say, Carlos, if you think um, I'm going to be um, useless, I'd rather not go. I, I, I don't. I don't care about the the picture. I don't care about. I I care about helping. If if I'm more helpful in the refugee camps in Poland, if I'm more send he- me there. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. Uh, and some and and the other thing is, uh, you have to. And but I think this has helped me a lot without intention. Um, these shows are hard shows. Mm-hmm. If you if you pull out a show in a jail, you can pull out a show anywhere. <laughs> Doesn't matter where. These are tough shows. Do they also, when you go into jail, do they tell you what? I mean, do you have to run the script by the warden or somebody? Or? Mm, not the script. They, they. Uh, I cannot uh, bring I don't know, knives. Yeah, talk about that about the cards. I know you can't, <laughs> yeah. they have playing cards. Like, they, they don't have playing cards. You count they, them when you go in and out. Yeah, they count the cards when I go in. They count the card when I go out. Um, now sometimes they don't because now they know me. They're police guys, but mm-hmm. yeah, you, you you have to uh, <laughs> and. I will tell something in a magic podcast that I don't tell anywhere else. <laughs> okay. But I always put my thumb tip in my thumb <laughs> so they don't see it. Yes. I right. don't want to explain what, those, what that is. What that is. Yeah. yeah. So they don't check that good. <laughs> it is invisible, apparently. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so I cannot bring knives. I cannot bring scissors. Mm-hmm. I cannot bring you know, all those kind of things. But one time when I didn't, uh, when I was not aware of that, I did uh, brought scissors. I was doing cut and restore rope. And and the police guy said, "All right, let's do it because this." Oh, they let, they let you carry yeah, yeah. it in Be, because I was in a in a well-behaved area. Okay, uh, and nothing happened. Nothing I assume happened. they have a security with you on the stage or something. Just somebody mm, rushes so, you. Or, okay, so or can you have volunteers on stage? And um, depending on the area, depending huh. on the area, I, I've I ha- I've performing areas where 
I am in a let's say let's imagine a little circle surrounded by guards, bars. Oh, bars. Okay. Bars. Yeah, yeah. And then a little space, then bars, and then the people. Okay. So it's tough because there's people all on top of the other trying sure. to see what you're doing, and yeah. you cannot bring someone to help, uh-huh. which is hard because I am I'm a I am a very parlor. I do talk a lot. I I do need help from people. Sure. So those shows are very hard. Uh, but but I've done shows in 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 gyms. Uh, mm-hmm. And people can come and they and we say hi and we shake hands and we talk. I I have eat with them. Um, actually, uh, actually, one time this was uh, very nice. Um, they, they were doing a, a cooking class. They were doing a cooking class and yeah. and they invite me to, uh, for their final test so I can try the dishes. <laughs> okay. So I, I just at that time I just went there to eat. Yeah. Uh, hey Diego, this Funny. we cook this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you sometimes get material? In other words, they tell you a joke or say or say something to you that you might use later in the show. Um. Not not particularly, but one time uh, I, I do a skate pack, and one time a guy that tied me up told me, you got to be good because I know how to tie people up. <laughs> I really know how to do it. And you escape. And I just thought, well, uh, thank you for the information. <laughs> I don't know I must what, be good. I don't know what to do with this information, <laughs> but thank you for sharing that you know how to tie people up. I hope you're not here for that. Yeah, exactly. And the other thing, this is the other thing, you get to know a lot of amazing people. Right. Uh, there, I have met doctors that mm-hmm. one time um, went out of a red light and killed someone. Wow, like, manslaughter! Yeah, I've I've met someone that one time I don't know um, didn't saw a, a sign in the street and they cro- had a car accident, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, so you 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 also know get to know a lot of very very nice people. Right. Well, what has been of all those places that you've been aside from in prisons and you said you enjoy prisons uh, performing there the most, but other countries or groups that you have performed for that has been the most rewarding or something has been the most memorable? Mm, my most memorable, maybe, is the uh, the moment that kept me in magic. And it was probably the moment I, I owe the most in life. So I was, um, as I told you, I think even before magic, I was very social, socially orientated. Mm-hmm. That's how my mm-hmm. fathers uh, taught me, and even my, I, I have a, I have a sister that works in Africa, in, in South Africa, in the ghettos of South Africa. Uh-huh. She is the real deal. She's the one doing real job. Um, so w- we were um, teach like this when we were kids, and I remember, I remember being um, in 2011 thinking, what can I do with magic? I'm just a magician. I, I, I don't know what can I do with this. Right. Um, so I was kind of thinking on doing something else because I, I really think, um, I don't know what, I, what I'll be doing in 10 years. I hope magic, but I, I really hope it's something that makes, uh, affects people in, in, a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I was not aware of what magic could do. And someone called me, there's a... There's an NGO from the National Children's Hospital in Costa Rica called uh, Hospice Sonrisa, something like the um, Hospice Smile, something like that. Okay. Uh, and they call me because they, they have a program called The Dream. Mm-hmm. And that I thought was interesting because they have it in singular. Uh, we've been told dreams is, is, uh, dream, um, is free to dream. Yeah. Anyone can dream, and that's not true. That, that is not true. So uh, they have this program for kids that they have to choose a dream hmm. um, because they are, they are in their last days. And there's this kid who wanted to see a circus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this story always gets me emotional, but I, I don't care getting emotional. Uh, but um, this guy want, wanted to see a circus, and, um, but he couldn't leave his house. At the moment, the circus Le was coming to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't leave his house. So yes. they said, we, we need to bring a circus. Oh, my. Yeah. And um, I thought, well, let, there's normally not... Magicians are not normally in circus. Circus people, right? Yeah. Um, but I'll go. So there was uh, a juggler. Um, it was me. Um, what else was there? Clown, a, maybe? Yeah, clown who would do uh, balloons. Yeah. And doctors dress as clowns. Okay. So we went to do a show there. And I really believe uh, that was the show that kept me in magic because it changed my life forever. I, uh, w- what I remember is um, uh, coming to a little, little, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm remembering, <laughs> like a little, little living room, little living room, and <clears throat> there was uh, the kid is li- laying in the couch, okay. like, laying in the couch. And, and he's in his final days, basically, you're saying. Um, he actually passed away two days after this. Wow. Yeah, and I, I saw him 
I saw he was uh, doing good. What I was not aware is that he was highly medicated mm-hmm. for his party. Yeah. Um, and the moment I, re- I recall is this because he has he had a, he had tumors in his eyes, so he could barely see long distance. Okay. But magic has this powerful thing that magic is not for the eye. It's magic is not for the eye. It's in the mind. Yeah, yeah that's why Juan Barella does an entire show for blind people and. And that this is the moment that taught me that you could do sponge balls to blind people, hmm. uh, which I now do when I get to perform for a blind person. And what I remember is um, giving this kid uh, doing uh, a little sponge ball trick. And the moment this kid opened his hand, there's several sponge balls. I'm sadly I was well, maybe not sadly because this is the first time. This is the first time I, w- I was about to say what I'm about to say. I, I was about to say, sadly I was not uh, as. Uh, I, I, um, I was not as good uh, in 2011, you know, but I was uh, as good as I could be at that time. At that yeah. time sure, sure. And the other thing is, um, you cannot, uh, if you put, if you put the heart, you cannot fail. That's the thing. I see. Yeah. Sure. That, that, that's, I mean, uh, at least in these kind of things. Uh, so I remember this kid opening the hand, uh, several balls in, in, uh, pops up and this kid starts laughing. Like he has nothing mm-hmm. like, like he was, like, we were uh, eating in a restaurant. Yeah. This, this kid started laughing, and I, I, that's the moment I went, oh, look at, wow. Look at his expression. And, his- I, and, and that's the moment I realized right. I needed to do this more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the moment that I realized, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> what magic could do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, I, I just said what magic could do. Um, so that, uh, and I will always say, that if I had to choose one show to perform, probably wouldn't, wouldn't be the castle. <laughs> right. Probably wouldn't be uh, a lot of great things I've been the, uh, having the opportunity to perform. It'd be for people but, like that. Um, probably will be that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it probably will be that specific show. Uh, but yeah, wow. that, that, that's the show that kept me in magic. And what happened after that was uh, that I um, told the, to the people from the hospital, hey, I want to do this more. And I started doing it more and I started going to jails. Um, a, a couple of months later, uh, a guy from Clowns Without Borders comes to my college. I was studying adverti- advertisement, and he tells me about Magicians Without Borders. I send a message to Tom Berner. Uh, he never replied. Years later, I find out he doesn't even check his Facebook. <laughs> okay. So years later, I I met a guy that met a guy okay. <laughs> from Magicians Without Borders, yeah. and we made it happen. So I've been I've been the director of Magic- Magicians Without Borders Costa Rica for the past probably eight years. Yeah. Which is uh, yeah was a life's dream hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I can see how emotional that makes you, and uh, what that tears coming to your eyes there and how that that made you feel and because you know what it did for somebody and, and that's the thing is you never know what magic's going to do you, you you mentioned about the dream having like singular, one dream like one dream well uh, yeah we call that make a wish foundation here yeah, so yeah, i i i know yeah same kind uh, of thing here. one yeah have one <laughs> wish make <laughs> a wish yeah, yeah make a wish is not it's not choose your wishes because they're not going to have a lot more wishes no, than no. necessarily left i so. do have a nice story with this um one of the dream uh, uh one of those dreams i, I got mm-hmm. to do was for a girl who was about to turn 14 years old. Yeah. And, but he, she wanted a 15-year, a quinceañera party. Quinceañera, sure. Yeah. So she was about to, to turn 14, not mm-hmm. 15. So, so she wanted to pick out a dress and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because yeah. she was not going to make it to the oh, 15 boy. years old. Okay. So I went to perform because it was a, a princess party. And someone yes. said, a yes. princess party needs a magician. And I said, yes. I'm, I'll, I'm the magician. <laughs> I'm already there. Uh, her name, um, Crystal. I went, I did the show. And because of my experience in the past was uh, this kid from the south of Costa Rica who passed away two days after that. Mm-hmm. This is the other thing. You don't do questions. I mean, you're not there to, I mean, you're, you're there just to serve. You, and that's the reason those shows are hard. Normally, yeah. sound tech is not good. Yes. Normally, lining is not good. And it's not the, you know, it's not like going to a theater or a corporate right. setup where right. you can ask everything. That's the reason social shows um, and these kind of shows will give you a lot of experience. If you pull these shows off, you can pull anything. It's, Good point. All of the others are easy. I mean, I, I cannot think in a hard show after a jail. I mean, those are <laughs> if, the hard ones. If you've Believe done that, you can do anything. 100%. I see yeah. what you're saying. And yeah. Um, and then this happened, which is, was very nice. Um, probably, what, six years later, I got a call from that girl. She's still alive. 
and she wants to meet with me. And, uh-huh. and we, I went to her home and we play, I think, we. And she had a uh-huh. we. And she's still alive till today. That's great news. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She, I mean, she's very sick. Yes. Um, she's in a wheelchair. But you helped her through a very difficult time and she didn't well, think. Well, a lot of people, well, a, a lot of people did 100%. Uh, but but that, that, that was a, a nice thing because for, for me, it was like, what? Is yeah. she alive? What? Yeah. Um, but I I know when I go to a hospital, I know that some people, uh, that's going to be their last show. Yeah. Um, so I better do it good. <laughs> yeah, you better be good. <laughs> I better be good. Yeah. <laughs> that was my thought. Well, this has been amazing. I, you know, I, I think it's very inspirational what you've uh, been sharing here and the stories and, and everything and about your path, about how that you've come to uh, to give what you have. And still at a young age. Are you 27, 8? <laughs> <What are> you? <laughs> Thank you. No, I'm 31. 31. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a young man. Been, been doing magic since <laughs> I'm 17. <laughs> yes. And uh, so many more years ahead of you to. Uh, to spread joy and love to the rest of the world and for people who really need it, uh, and particularly those, again, not just in other foreign countries, but even across the U.S. and places I, that are yeah, in need. So I, thank I, you. I, I do encourage uh, magicians to, to try to, I don't know, uh, look for their local hospital, uh, local right. orphanages, orphanage. And this is a fair recommendation. Do not romanticize. I mean, uh, because mm-hmm. this is something that happens a lot. Um, People nor- normally rom- romanticize this a lot. Like, oh, I'm going to help. And when they get, when I, when you get there, uh, sometimes people th- doesn't want to see the show. Right. Sometimes, I mean, a kid with a chemo, a, a kid in chemo, right. he's. Uh, I cannot blame him because he doesn't want to see anyone. Uh, so do not romanticize anything and, and don't go for the picture. Well, like whenever I've gone into some hospitals, there have been occasions in which the child is so medicated mm-hmm. that he doesn't know what's going on, but you're doing it for the people in the, uh, in the room, like their parents, their brothers yeah, that, and that, sisters. That, that's the other thing. Because parents are, they, they need that little yeah, respite parents, also. Parents get forgotten a lot. They the, do. This is, a, this is another recommendation, uh, and this is something I, I've learned a lot. Uh, when, I, I, a friend of mine called me, um, a month ago, he, he told me, "Hey Diego, my father is always talking about your show, yeah. and he's about to pass away. Um, I would love if you could perform for him." Yeah. And, and my recommendation for these kind of things is, um, w- what I tell them is, "Okay, you tell this to your father. You tell, hey, remember my buddy Diego? He's putting up a new show, but he needs help. He needs people to see the show. Mm-hmm. Will you, will you help him?" Because if you do it that way, they're now they're helpful. Mm-hmm. Now, th- now they are doing something good. Yeah. It's not because the worst thing you can do is perform for them because they are, uh, in, you know, with that, with that disease, in, mm-hmm. in poor health. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that only reminds them that they are not in good health. Right. So w- w- what I do when I go to um, to children's hospitals or something like that is I actually kind of don't perform for the kids. I perform for their parents, but I let the kids to see. Yes. I don't I don't make them feel important because they are sick. They're mm-hmm. just there. Everyone is the same important. Yeah. The nurse, the mom, the father, the kid, everyone. I yeah. it's, it's almost like I don't care you're sick. Mm-hmm. And that and and it, it's okay for them to be treated normally. Mm-hmm. It's actually very good. So that's um, a, a piece of advice if someone uh, wants uh, to to talk more about this. Yeah. I'm always happy to talk my Instagram is Diego Vargas, V-A-R-V-S and vowel, A-R-G-A-S, C-R as Costa Rica. And I'll be always happy, happy to talk. There you go. That's how to find it. Well, name my podcast is called The Magic Word. I'm always curious to find out what is it that's important to you. You've had so many things that are here. What is that makes you go? What's, it's not no, just a word, but what is your phrase? What is it that uh, is important? For me? Mm-hmm. Um, I... I truly wake up thinking, you know, uh, making people happy. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, yeah. Just make people that, happy. Yeah, yeah. See, since I, I don't know why, since I'm a kid, since I'm a kid, I'm, uh, I'm just like that. And uh, I grew up and thinking that it's okay to be like that. And yeah. I, I don't care what people think. Um, mm-hmm. I, it does sound romantic. It sounds cliche, but I really don't care. It's, it's how I think. That's great. Diego, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to meet you, actually, and spend a little bit of time and uh, to hear about your philosophy and everything and hey, what no, you've been doing to make this world a happier place. So thank you. Yeah, th- <laughs> th- thanks to you. Thanks to you, and thanks to everyone that have been listening sincerely. So for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Diego Vargas. This is Scotty Young.
Well, thank you, Diego. I appreciate your comments here this week and your thoughts, and I hope that these inspirational words will perhaps mean something to somebody or bodies out there who will go and uh, help this organization. I think it certainly is worthwhile what you're doing uh, with the Magicians Without Borders. But I do want to correct one small thing, which really is fairly important, and that is uh, that during this uh, conversation, Diego had suggested that you go and visit magicianswithoutborders.org. Actually, it is magicianswithoutborders.com. So please go to magicianswithoutborders.com for more information and also to see how that you can connect with them and uh, donate or do whatever that you wish. And perhaps they might be looking for some people also to help in different areas of the world. So I'm sure your help will be accepted however that you can. Well, listen, I appreciate your help and your support for The Magic Word. Thank you for coming back and listening each week. And as I mentioned, if you would like to have a little shout-out and have me mention your name or perhaps to play back an audio of your thoughts on how much you like The Magic Word, please do. I'd be glad to uh, share that with the rest of the group. We are really getting into the uh, summer convention time then right now. I mentioned before that I will not be attending the IBM convention as originally planned, but I do plan at this point at least to attend the SAM convention in New Orleans and then after that Abbott's and Magic Live and several other things that are coming up after that. You can go and take a look at the Magic Convention Guide to see what conventions are coming up and I've got a little asterisk beside it. Those are the ones that I plan to attend at this point. Well, I appreciate everyone again listening, and I hope that you will please like and you would share and please subscribe. Uh, many of you might be listening on and off and irregularly, I understand, because I feel sometimes as if that I'm trying to give everyone a drink of water from a fire hydrant with as much information that I've got coming on a regular basis. And so you probably are not able to keep up with everything, but if you subscribe, then you'll be notified whenever that there is a new episode that comes out and who it is, and perhaps that might be somebody that... Uh, it interests you and you'd like to listen to. And also, if you subscribe to the pod letter, you'll get that weekly update. It's a newsletter I call a pod letter that will let you know, again, who's going to be on from week to week and also some suggestion from the archives. But again, if you will please just like and share this on your social media, that helps us a lot. And as I mentioned in previous weeks, if you can give us some sort of five-star comments on whatever platform you listen to, whether it's uh, iTunes or whether it's on Google Play or wherever I'm sure whatever platform you hear us on, there's some way in which you can show your love and let us uh, know a little bit about why you listen and how much you like the podcast, and that helps us grow uh, as well. So until next week, stay well, get booked, and remember, just be happy and spread happiness throughout the world. And if you can't make it throughout the world, spread happiness through your world. This is Scotty out. Scotty out.